we might have more hot spots because again large crowds closed setting and some people that are out might be actually carrying the disease right the asymptomatic population we hopefully would have close to 100 million doses and by the beginning of 2021 we hope to have a couple of hundred million doses The nation's top infectious disease doctor expresses growing optimism about the possibility of a vaccine being ready in the next seven to nine months. Welcome to our ABC 10 News Coronavirus Impact Podcast. I'm Ben Higgins, and we're looking at the different ways the ongoing pandemic is having an effect on our community. While the nation remains transfixed by the coast-to-coast protests, the work continues to battle a disease that has claimed more than 100,000 American lives. Here are some of the top coronavirus headlines for Wednesday, June 3rd. Dr. Anthony Fauci says he's optimistic that the United States will have millions of coronavirus vaccines ready by the beginning of 2021. The director of the National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Diseases made the comment during an interview with the American Medical Association and added that there are four or five trials underway for vaccine candidates to combat the COVID-19 pandemic. Once a safe vaccine is developed, mass production will start almost immediately. It isn't as if we're going to make the vaccine show it's effective and then have to wait a year to rev up to millions and millions and millions of doses. Fauci says phase three trials for a vaccine candidate developed by Moderna are expected to start in early July and another candidate from AstraZeneca is proceeding on a similar track. Concern is growing about the possibility of a surge in cases following this week's mass protests across America. Dr. Deborah Burke, head of the White House Coronavirus Task Force, says it's a development they'll be watching closely. I do worry. I worry terribly about the peaceful protests. I see some wearing masks. I see some others not wearing masks. And so we are really trying to work with each of the mayors to expand testing availability over the next week or two. The New York Times has confirmed COVID-19 cases are already on the rise in 17 states from California to Vermont. Nearly 5,000 coronavirus tests were reported in San Diego today, a new single-day record for the county. Under 3% tested positive for the virus. However, that still represents 124 new cases. County leaders want more control to be able to open up parts of the economy in phase three of the state's plan. Yesterday, the board voted to send a letter to the governor asking for permission to allow opening in industries, including gyms, youth sports, pools, sport fishing, museums, hotels, wineries, breweries, and theme parks. Supervisor Greg Cox says San Diego has shown it can handle the decisions on reopening. We feel we are ready to move to this new stage because several weeks have passed since we accelerated openings within stage two, and the data shows that these openings have occurred without any significant impact to our health care system. In fact, every indicator has been stable or in some cases improved. Cox says guidelines would be created for each one of those sectors. The county public health officer would have to sign off. No timeline yet from the governor on responding to the county's request. One tool being used to flatten the curve and slow the spread of coronavirus is contact tracing. But some people are nervous about who they're giving information to and how that information is being used. 10 News reporter Matt Boone looked into San Diego's ramped-up efforts at contact tracing and how it works. Jeff Johnson oversees the contact tracing program at the county, which typically begins with a phone call, where they do ask for personal information. Uh, We want to verify the name and the uh, contact information, uh, whether it be address or phone number. Uh, and uh, 
But uh, I want to be very clear that we do not ask about social security number. We do not ask about financial information. As protests against police brutality continue, there has been increased worry about the virus spreading at them, but also about the privacy of the protesters. Those with positive cases will be asked specific questions about their locations. Though if you get a call as a potential contact, it's less specific. We might ask on the cases, you know, any public gatherings that they've been part of, because that's potentially where they're exposed. But we don't ask specifically about the protest on the cases. As more restaurants and public spaces reopen, the county says they're continuing their efforts to hire more tracers. They've hired 200 so far with a goal of about 450. Though Johnson says the most important part is still convincing the contacts to isolate when needed. So that way we can contain, break the chain of um, virus spread, the, the chain of transmission, so to speak. Matt Boone, 10 News. New ventilators are on the way to help deal with COVID-19. The FDA has approved new ventilator designs from NASA and Fitbit. The NASA ventilator uses an internal compressor and is created to last three to four months. The Fitbit Flow is a simpler design than others, providing an alternative to the traditional hospital ventilator. Fitbit CEO says they designed the Flow to have limited capabilities to lower the costs for hospitals. President Trump tweeted today that he plans to move this summer's Republican National Convention out of North Carolina, and the coronavirus is central to the issue. Governor Roy Cooper responded to the president's decision with a tweet of his own saying, quote, We have been committed to a safe RNC convention in North Carolina, and it's unfortunate they never agreed to scale down and make changes to keep people safe. Protecting public health and safety during this pandemic is a priority. Cooper says they were asking for a scaled-down version of the event with social distancing practices and use of face coverings. Republicans are now searching for an alternate location for their convention. Starbucks is serving up some tough news to workers. The company had paid employees through the start of May, regardless of if their stores were open. But now that most stores have resumed business, the company is asking some workers to take unpaid leave. They say restrictions on how they can operate mean that fewer hours are available. San Diegans looking to make ends meet during the coronavirus pandemic are turning to pawn shops more than ever before. As we look for ways to help you rebound during these uncertain times, 10 News reporter Jared Aaron spoke with a shop owner about the do's and don'ts of the industry. It's getting crazy right now. As the owner of Cashco Pond, Morris Adato says the number of people coming to his store for loans has skyrocketed since the pandemic began. Oh, I'm getting a lot of random stuff right now. I mean, a, a lot of items from the, the homes, uh, I've, I've, from business shoes, wow. uh, cool shirts and gear, computers, laptops, iPhones. Adato says pawn loans can be a useful tool to tide you over when money's tight. He says the process is simple. You get a loan against the cash value of an item and have four to six months to pay it back with interest and reclaim what's yours. If you can't, many shops allow extensions or you can forfeit the item with no penalty. Adato's most common item, jewelry. Jewelry in itself is something to wear and to look good, but it's actually a commodity. Mm -hmm. uh, something that it's gold, it's silver, it's diamonds. I mean, things go wrong, and this is how you get out of trouble. But before you pawn anything, experts say to do your homework. First, make sure the store is credited with a state or national pawnbrokers association. Ask about extra fees for setup or storage and understand the interest on the loan. California law caps interest at 3% per month. 
During the pandemic, Adado is offering no interest on any loan repaid within 30 days. It's his small way to help others. There's still people out there that need money, unfortunately. I mean, these are you know, blue-collar, working, hard-class citizens that just need groceries right now to get through this hard time. Adado told us he started to see an increase in the number of people coming in around late April when rents and mortgage were due. He says he doesn't expect it to go back to normal for about five to eight more months. Jared Aarons, 10 News. The first pet dog has tested positive for COVID-19 in the U.S., according to the U.S. Department of Agriculture. The German Shepherd in New York State was tested at a private veterinary laboratory after showing signs of respiratory illness. Subsequent testing by the National Veterinary Services Laboratories confirmed the case. The dog is expected to make a full recovery. One of its owners had also tested positive for COVID-19, and another dog in the household had tested positive for COVID-19 antibodies, suggesting exposure. The three Disneyland hotels are no longer accepting reservations before mid-July. New reservations for the Disneyland, Grand Californian, and Paradise Pier hotels are currently available for July 15th and later. Disneyland and California Adventure closed on March 14th because of the COVID-19 pandemic and remain closed until further notice. The governor says theme parks can reopen when we hit stage three. We're also seeing more good news as the process of rebounding from the pandemic continues. The NBA is seemingly on the verge of returning to action. ESPN reporting the league has a tentative agreement on a plan for this summer. Teams would report to Orlando in late July and play will tip off shortly thereafter. 22 teams in playoff contention will be invited and will reportedly play in several regular season games before the playoffs start. This would all reportedly run through mid-October. The NBA says it would have daily COVID testing routines for everyone involved. Among other precautions, owners are set to vote on the plan tomorrow. San Diego still faces a long road to recovery even after the pandemic subsides. ABC 10 News is committed to helping San Diegans rebound from the turmoil created by the coronavirus, getting back on our feet, finding jobs, resources, and creative solutions to rebuild. Together, we'll find a way. For stories and more information on how we bounce back, go to 10news.com rebound. That's all for today. I'm Ben Higgins.